The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your heavily medicated host, Raider Greg, back here, back again, back alive. We got bunches to talk about. Coaching staff is almost complete for agency around the corner. Man, oh man, very exciting time for the Raiders. That and more here on show 430. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the Raiders have an entirely new staff, and it ain't Jaff. No, it's not the scrapings from the bottom of the barrel. We got some exciting hires. We're going to hit on that for sure. Everybody else is on the bandwagon, so I'm going to, well, I'm going to shoot at the bandwagon. Deflate gate, really? <laughs> I know you're sick of it, and so am I, so I got to pop off just a bit. We have a free agent frenzy coming up, folks. Let's hope it's not a free agent fiasco as in the past we definitely got a hit on that and of course the bone line has got to bring up the back and that is it jack i can't wait for this show and you can't either so let's go start let me just thank all of the listeners of the Raider Nation podcast I know it's been sketchy the last year it's been tough Randy moving away him getting hurt me getting hurt there's a lot of things have been going on life happens between podcasts and I appreciate you guys hanging in there and listening to us and tuning in to the podcast as well as all those who donate trust me it does not just go out into outer space it is awesome. We appreciate it. And uh, let me tell you, brother, it's needed. And it does give us an idea of where we are in the marketplace. So enough of that. Let's get to the show. That's what I'm talking about. On a little side note, Greg Olson our offensive coordinator the last three losing seasons, has been picked up by the Jaguars. Wow. That says just about everything. And Coach Sperano traveled across the bay to the 49ers and will be coaching for them. There, there's the Raider to the core. There's the guy that was going to lead our ship. Wah, wah, wah. Trader, <laughs> no doubt. Well, the Oakland Raiders put together one hell of a staff, I think, and ain't, ain't no chaff. If you don't know what chaff is, look it up. It's what's left over after you harvest the wheat. 
<laughs> it gets thrown into the fire. So let's talk about this, shall we? Before I get into it, I have to put into perspective where we've come from since 06, the missing season. The two-win season, I know. Nobody wants to talk about it. Art Shell number two. <laughs> Kiffin. Kid Kiffin. Boy, that was a great hire. And mind you, all this staff that came with them didn't because they didn't hire their own. Al did. The cable guy, Hugh Jackson, a.k.a. Milk Dud. And then the young boy, Alan. I do, I do mean to emphasize boy. And then Sperano. So if you look from 06 to where we ended up last season, it's been, well, less than glorious as far as head coaching goes. Now, Jack Del Rio, which I thought and said was a solid hire, and I still believe that to be the case and will. You know, it's refreshing to get this new start, isn't it? I mean, think about it, man. We've been going under the dregs from Dennis Allen for three seasons. You want to give the guy a break and try to have some hope, but man... (laughs) it never really looked like there was much hope. The guy was a boy amongst men, and you could see the performance of the team really reflected that fact. We got a new hire from FSU. His name's Sal Sinceri. Sinceri, that's his name. I'm trying to pronounce it. You know how I am about names. He's going to be our D-line coach. He has some NFL experience. The cool thing about Sal, and this is all over, man. This is not just me talking. He is a beast. He's loud. He's he's very loud and said to be crazy. A perfect fit for the Oakland Raiders. I love this hire. It is great. He goes nuts on the sideline. I love this hire. Rob Moore and Bernie Parmalee are rounding up the new hires. Rob Moore will be linebackers coach and uh, or wide receivers coach. And Parmley will be running back coach. Now, these are small position coaches. You know, they work one-on-one with the players. It's very important we have strong, dynamic personalities that bring this out in the players, give them pride, give them some drive, and experience NFL players teaching other NFL players. What more could you ask for, man? That is the profession that these men are in. And uh, I think those are great hires. I mean, not just good, great hires. We have cleaned house. We needed to. I'm so excited about this new team and the new coaching staff. We're starting over, but how refreshing is it to start over and see something different, something far more palatable as far as coaching goes? Unbelievable. Well done, Del Rio, baby. We picked up Bobby Johnson from the Lions. Assistant O-line coach there. He's going to teach uh, tight ends over here. I hope uh, he does a better job than the last guy. Our tight ends need a lot of work. A skilled position that we've really been sorely uh, behind the curve, literally. I don't know if it's player, if it's coach. I believe it's coaching. So good hire, too. A young guy. Um, You know, this staff 
is clean. That's all I got to say. It's not coming from losing teams and their teams with an upside. That's what I'm saying. Let's talk about Musgrave for just a minute, our new offensive coordinator, uh, quarterbacks coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, he took Mark Sanchez, you know, shattered, battered quarterback with not too much skill and made him look terrific last year. One of the great coordinators of all time, Mike March, joins us. Mike, thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure, guys. And obviously, there was a time where you had a terrific team, uh, the greatest show on turf. Mike, uh, obviously, you worked very well with quarterbacks. Um, the, the Raiders drafted one in the second round. D- Derek Carr, did you get a chance to watch him at all last year? And if so, what'd you think? Well, Derek went to Fresno State, which is my alma mater, so I had a chance to see him a little bit. I think that uh, that's a bright star there. I think that is worth building the franchise around. I think he's highly unusual. He's very gifted. He's a tough guy. Um, very accurate, which is the primary attribute of all quarterbacks, obviously. He's, he doesn't mess. He's, he sees things. He's a quick trigger guy. He'll see things and get rid of the ball quickly. Um, like I said, he's tough. I just think he's the whole package. I think uh, it's going to be exciting here in the next few years to see what they do with him. Mike, are you familiar at all with uh, new Raiders offensive coordinator Bill Musgrave? Very much so, yeah. You know, I was at Arizona State when he played at Oregon, and we actually broke his collarbone in a game up there. He, um, Whoa, wee, wee. Yeah, that's <laughs> relating the story to somebody the other day, and he's one of the toughest college football players I've ever seen. He is a tough dude, boy. And one of the most kind, humble, engaging people I've met, uh, very intelligent, what a great uh, hire for them. I was really pleased for the Raiders and, and really pleased for uh, Bill. This kind of coach he is. He really works to the skill of the player and focuses the playbook around that player. Here on the Damon Brew Show, always good to talk to Rich. How are you, Rich? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Doing excellent. Thank you very, very much. Uh very interesting week around here, no doubt about it. We've got the Raiders going in the Jack Del Rio direction, which is a direction we've seen teams go in before. And from the Oakland Raiders' perspective, look, I like Jack. I told you that before, Dame. I played with him, I competed against him. I've, I've really watched him grow and develop, mature. And I just think I find it interesting that the, the two coaches that still remain um, in in the, in the playoffs and, and got a chance to win a Super Bowl, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick are both retreads. In other words, Belichick was fired in Cleveland. Think about Pete Carroll fired in New England. You know, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that um, are getting their sep- se- second opportunities, and I think are better football coaches because of it. And I think that Jack's going to do a, a much better job in Oakland than he did in Jacksonville. Well, I think holding somebody for, you know, oh, well, you didn't win a Super Bowl in Jacksonville. Well, who has? that's not exactly a uh, built-to-win culture of victory type of franchise, and he did with it what he could while he was there, a couple playoff appearances, and ran into some very good Patriot and Colt teams to knock him out of the playoffs a couple times. I think what a lot of people are looking at now is why Bill Musgrave? It's not the name a lot of people thought would be attached to the job. I'm trying to look at it from a glass-half-full standpoint, saying, well, he was just working with Chip Kelly, got an awful lot out of Mark Sanchez. You look at the coaches uh, and quarterbacks that he's worked with in the past, it's not exactly a list of anyone that I think is better than Derek Carr. So maybe, you know, if situations and styles always matter, maybe this situation will be the best situation Musgrave has landed in. 
Well, and he also helped Adrian Peterson rest for 2,000 yards. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Bill has flown under the, the radar screen a little bit. Um, you know, there's all these other coaches out there. And, you know, obviously Jack and Bill work together in Jacksonville. And so there's a relationship there. And, and I think it really goes back to that. You know, you look at Tressman getting hired in Baltimore. Obviously, he and John Harbaugh never worked together. But think about Ozzie Newsom. Mark was actually the coordinator in, uh, in one of Ozzie's last years in Cleveland. And then, of course, the relationship between, you know, Jim Harbaugh, who speaks very highly of Mark because Mark kind of took Jim under his wing when Jim came on board. Uh, that staff in Oakland uh, as my quarterback coach uh, back in, uh, you know, 2001, 2002. So, you know, I think that obviously Jim and John talk is a relationship there. And I think we see a lot of that, uh, you know, Jan Gailey getting hired in, in uh, New York as the Jets uh, just recently was announced. Uh, obviously, his relationship with Todd Bowles, they worked together in the past. So I think that has a lot to do with probably Bill getting hired by Jack because of the relationship, because of the uh, the history together. I think that's really important. Rich Gannon here on 95.7 The Game. W- what do you know about Bill Musgrave? Have you ever spent any time talking to him? I mean, he's been around oh, yeah. quarterbacks for a really long time, so I figured at some point he's been around you. Yep. I uh, actually, it's funny. I, I we competed against each other. We've been, you know, I remember him as a player, and and of course, um, you know, I live here in Minnesota. Bill was the offensive coordinator here in Minnesota. Right. We go down to training camp every year. We interview him. So I was always impressed with his knowledge. You know, he's not one of those guys that uh, you know is, is a, a media darling. He's not going to get up there in a press conference and and wow you and, and uh, you know have all these great anecdotes and and uh, stories and, and and be a funny guy. He's he's a, he's a, he's a football guy. He's uh, I think he's he's, he's great with with the quarterback. He's played the position. He's coached the position. I think I think that'll be a good fit with with Derek and and Bill Musgrave and and hopefully it works out. You know, I, I people always ask me, do you, you know, you like to hire? I said, yeah, I like to hire if they win. You know, I don't want to be the guy that's uh, you know gives a stamp of approval on guys that you know. Look, Bill's got Bill's got to prove himself. There's no question about that. You know, he's never never been a coordinator of a championship team or. You know, team that's really done a whole lot in the postseason. So you know, he's got to prove himself, but I think he's he's uh, he's got a good quarterback to start with for sure. I think this is improvement for the Raiders right here. Their last two public decisions are not being mocked. I mean, the Raiders at times were laughing stock, and I don't think anyone's sitting around laughing at the Raiders anymore. They're looking at a unified front office owner and coach. A young quarterback, everyone agrees, has a, an amount of talent that officially makes him interesting. And a second year coming up, which should, on paper right now, be set up more ready to compete than last year. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's interesting. The coordinator that they let go, uh, I think is a good coordinator. I think time will certainly um, Greg Olson? Tell, but I, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, um, so, look, I think Bill Musgrave comes into a, a tough situation They've got to get a running game. They've got to get a running back. They've got to get better at wide receivers. I think they've got to get better at every position, you know, and I think even the quarterback. You know, he's, he's got to grow and improve in the guards. He goes into his second year. But uh, I think that, you know, they've got money to spend. I think Jack is a uh, is a bright guy. That's the one thing that people thought, you know, he's a really intelligent guy. He's a smart guy. Played with him in Minnesota. And uh, I think he's going to do a terrific job. I think he'll be a good a good mentor for the staff. And I think that's really important. And I'm curious to see what he does with his defense coordinator. That's you know, there's 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 still a lot of coaches that need to be hired, but um, uh, you know, Jack is a defensive guy. He knows defensive football. I think he'll find the right coach. Rich Gannon on ninety five seven. The game. I like this hire. I think it was a good job. 
A lot of people are boo-fooing this, this hire, but I think it's good. It's refreshing. And really, to the point, Derek Carr's growth right now is very, very important. You know, his, his, his problem with his happy feet and not getting to read the defense quite so well, there's a lot of issues that he has that can be cleaned up really, really well by Musgrave. Steve Perlon, our guest here, Haberman of Middlecoff on 95.7 The Game. All right, let's get, let's get to uh, some other stuff here. Bill Musgrave, uh, young yeah. quarterback, Derek Carr, 1999, greatest show on turf, 13-3 and Rams. You're at Carolina. You throw for more yards than Kurt Warner. Bill Musgrave on that staff is the quarterback's coach. What kind of uh, teacher is Derek Carr getting? Well, Derek Carr is getting uh, a guy that, that played quarterback in the NFL that uh, you know had a great career in college at Oregon, uh, who understands the position, uh, who communicates with the quarterback very, very well. Bill Musgrave, I've never in my life heard him speak above a whisper. Uh, you guys will get to know him uh, over the years. I mean, he, he is the softest speaking guy you've ever seen. He, he never gets worked up. He never gets fired up. In terms of upset, you know, it's always very controlled, very calculated. Um, you know, doesn't doesn't harp on the negative things. He just wants the quarterback to get past it, which I think is great for a, a young quarterback. And I think Derek Carr has already shown that ability to to do that anyway when things are going bad. But he'll learn more from Bill Musgrave about how to play the position. And uh, you know, Bill's going to be running the West Coast offense that he learned at at San Francisco, and that we ran a couple years we were together in Carolina. Unfortunately for me, Bill Musgrave and, and uh, George Seifert had a falling out uh, four games into the Bill's first season of, as an offensive coordinator. And I don't know if you guys remember, but Bill actually quit. Uh, you know, this was the year after I had my big year and Gil Haskell was our offensive coordinator. And Bill took over. He and George Seifert had a falling out and Bill was gone. So I never got to really have Bill uh, as an offensive coordinator for, for more than just a few games. But as a quarterback coach, he was fantastic. I think very highly of him, and I think uh, the Raiders are in good hands with him running the show. Well, you were a part of the Shanahan-Al Davis fall. I mean, you've seen some falling out in your days. <laughs> I, I've seen more. Listen, let me tell you what. I, I have to write a book. I'm going to do it. I've seen more. Six teams. I had ten head coaches in my first 14 years in the league, and there are a lot of characters in that bunch, too. Uh, a lot of falling out, a lot of uh, controversy, a lot of issues. You know, some people would say I was a coach killer. I don't know how you want to look at that. But, but, but <laughs> well, the bottom line is I saw a lot over my 17 years and uh, you know, a lot of great stories and a lot of not-so-good stories. You have a pretty unique view on the Raiders. Obviously, you got drafted by Al Davis. You competed at SC and in the league against Jack Del Rio. Uh, you know, this a lot of people nationally, obviously locally, it feels like the Raiders are maybe starting to turn the corner despite being a 3-13 and team. When you see Jack Del Rio with the Raiders, you know what do you think? And would that be an Al Davis type guy, just from a personality standpoint? You know, I, I think uh, would he be an Al Davis guy? I, I don't know if there is really an Al Davis type of guy. Uh, you know, and, and and I I don't say that with disrespect. I mean, Al Davis wanted people that would do what he wanted them to do. Period. Um, and he did not want a head coach that wanted to do things his own way. Um, and, and that's why there was controversy with Shanahan and Gruden and, uh, you know, and he always wanted a coach in there that he could kind of control. Uh, Mark Davis, I think, is a totally different mentality, and I give Mark a lot of credit. You know, he, he made the comment when he took over the Raiders that, 
I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. And then he said, I'm not a football guy. I'm going to hire football people, let them make the decision, and then hold them accountable, which is the way it should be done. And so I think Jack Del Rio and a lot of coaches out there look at the Raiders now in a totally different light. A lot of the real, real football coaches that, that were established and had a pedigree as a head coach didn't want to go coach for Al Davis and the Raiders because they knew it was going to be an inherent problem. Jack Del Rio, I think, has a proven track record as a head coach. Um, he went through some tough times in Jacksonville, but he knows how to run a program. He knows what he's looking for, and I think he'll be a good fit for the Raiders right now as they get back on track. And I do believe that they are heading in the right direction despite the fact the record shows them as a 3-13 and team. I think they're just a few pieces away from being a real competitive football team. A new offense, new offensive strategy is what we needed dearly with Greg Zinn going to the winning Jaguars is a great evidence to his lack of skill and all that crap that we all knew from the beginning. Musgrave is refreshing, and I think we'll see a real uptick in Carr's development this season. And it looks like we're close to landing our defensive coordinator, could be a college guy, a 48-year-old Todd Graham from Louisville, defensive coordinator there, but he did a few stints in the NFL, for different coaches in a defensive positions. He's been a defensive coordinator before in the NFL. It's the kind of experience that I believe uh, Del Rio is looking for. Uh, some guys with some some gray hair on their head, to say the word, with some experience in life and in the NFL. I like the hire. It's supposed to happen anytime. I think it's very possible that he could get this gig, and that should round out the staff. That is a great thing that we're finished already because we got lots to do, and we're just starting out. There's a few things with this coaching hire that I really want to emphasize. One is Mark Davis is 100% on board with paying the money. I'm sure Del Rio got a very good contract, and these assistants are being paid very well as well. That's how you start a track record of good pay to get good talent, and it's important that we don't go through, uh, you know, a lot of change here uh, right away with these coaches. It's good that we're getting experience. It's good that we're changing things because we have so much work ahead of us before the free agent period starts. And that is all I have to say about that. I know you don't want to hear it, but you got to deflate gate. What a bunch of bullshit. Some balls are filled for kicking. Some balls are filled for flights. The NFL requires these balls to be filled just right. Both teams fill their own footballs. And this I can recall. Aaron likes them large while Brady likes them small. Hey! Aaron's got big balls. Yes, those swollen big balls. Hey! Brady's got small balls. Hey! Those underinflated balls. Hey! Brady loves small balls. Hey! He's got tiny, tiny hands. But Rogers has the biggest balls in the land. Hey! Now that we have been bombarded. I mean, can you believe the energy, the press, the amount of time that's been taken up by Deflategate? It's embarrassing. I don't know why the NFL, as an organization, 
doesn't put a stop to this horse shit. It is a nonsensical story. It means nothing to anybody in football with the exception of the ESPNs, BSPNs, CBS Sports, and even like the Today Frickin' Show. What a fucking joke. If I hear about Deflategate again, all these experts in their, in their you know, meteorological, uh, atmospherical, I mean, even Belichick came out. What an idiot that he wouldn't put any energy into this shit, but they have to do it. You know why? Because it's press, and the NFL loves it. They love the controversy. They just fucking love it because there's no bad press to them unless it's pointed right at them. This is another <laughs> blown out of proportion, bunch of horse crap for people who have no fucking idea about football, how it works, and what, it, what, what the game's about. When you have people on a Today Show that have probably never been to a football game talking about deflated footballs, it is a freaking joke. It's on every sports show. They're shoving it up your ass and down your throat at the same time. I am fucking sick and tired of it. So I have to say something on my show because I'm just, it's just fucking ridiculous. Who gives a shit about the underinflated balls? Really? Honestly? That is all I have to say about this stupid ass story. It's over. The time is near for the free agent frenzy. That's right. Free agency is around the corner, and we're going to be on it. We better be on it this year, so let's hit it. Blow it. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Well, you've all heard it. We have $50 million, maybe it's up to $60 million in money. We have slots available for players. You know, the last free agency was kind of a joke because we got 12, 13, 14 people, uh, maybe more, to make our whole roster. Now, some were good, some were mediocre, and some were, well, very bad. And this season, we don't need to make that mistake again. We should be way over the curb with a new staff, new coach, and Reggie, a.k.a. Veggie, Better get his ass ready to make some good deals. And I'm not talking 10, 12, 15 players. I'm talking maybe three, maybe four, at the most five solid, good pieces that we can keep around here for a few seasons so that we don't stretch out our salary cap because we got people to pay. We have to make a very wise choice of players this year. It is a critical year for this particular aspect of the game. We've heard all the excuses. Nobody wants to come to Oakland. Uh, you know, I don't believe that to be the case. I think these guys want money. Money is very important. I think the tax here in California, 13% is what scares a lot of players away. Honestly, it's not the team. It's not the records. None of that shit. 
It is the taxes that players have to pay. Would you pay 13% or nothing if you played in Arizona or, or in Louisiana? You know, the, the tax structure here is, is brutal. So we need to pay more money to players. Not We're not putting a ham hock around the neck of, of your child to play with the dog because the kid's so damn ugly. That's not the point. The point is the taxes in California, that's why we pay so much more. Nothing to do with any of the horseshit that the mainstream media likes to throw in there. It is all about the money, and the money uh, has to come with taxes. And in California, you know, all the teams here suffer from that disadvantage in the NFL. Something should be done about it. I'm sure it won't, but something should to equalize these taxes across the league. Uh, bad scene for the Raiders, but doesn't matter. We got the money to pay. So let's get on to some players that we should pay to stay in Oakland for more than one season if they pan out. Now, there are many names out there, unknown uh, players that played very well marginally that we could possibly pick up, uh, ones that we're not familiar. You know, the names are not familiar. But I tell you, Dominican Sue is familiar. Defensive tackle from the Lions will be free next year. Not really. His $28 million salary is a big chunk of dough. And, well, he's going to have to get something because they're going to get rid of him, and there's going to be a lot of teams trying to pick this guy up. He would look very good in the silver and black. DeMarco Murray, running back for the Cowboys, is also going to be up. Now, the Cowboys have salary cap issues. A lot of teams do because they're, they've been making runs at the Super Bowl and they've been holding on to players. Well, if you don't make it, just like us, you got to shed some fat. And the Cowboys might not be able to keep Murray. It would be a great addition to our running back, uh, Latavius Murray. So it'd be Murray and Murray. I kind of like the way that sounds, honestly. Uh, let's see. From the Broncos, you know who I'm talking about. Demarius Thomas, wide receiver. Amazing skills. And I don't believe they're going to be able to keep him with all the golden children they have on that roster. They got way too much money. And it's invested in a lot of players. There's going to be a few they're going to have to let go reluctantly. But I would love it if he came to Oakland and we could just beat the crap out of the hose for another four or five seasons, at least. <laughs> Green Bay's Randall Cobb, we've all seen him play. Great receiver, and I think that in the slot he would be great. Uh, this guy here catches balls all over the field, and I would be a great addition to our offense. And, you know, somebody you could stay around for a because very young. The Baltimore's Torrey Smith. And the Eagles' Jeremy Macklin are also going to be up, I believe, uh, not be able to be kept by these teams. These are some names of players that are quality, and they'll be around for a long time if they get the right deal. Brian Balaga, offensive lineman from Green Bay, could be released um, because of contract. They don't have enough money over there. Again, they're spending big bucks trying to keep main players. He's only 25. He's a great lineman, and we could do well. He's a good pass protector for a car, and that would be a great addition. Perhaps we could cut Khalif Barnes. 
please. Doug Free from Dallas is another great one. Uh, let's see. King Dunlap, 29, another guy. Uh, very good player from Baltimore. The Broncos, Orlando Franklin. He's a young lineman. We could take him as well. The Bengals, Clint Bowling. Uh, Lions, Rob Sims. And a nice center I think we could probably get because the Chiefs are another team that are going to be in Capel next year. Rodney Hudson. He's only 29. He's a great center and super good in the run game. I like that pick. That would be great. Justin Houston, a linebacker also for the Chiefs. I don't believe they're going to be able to keep him. He's only 26, and he is a beast. So let's see if they have to shed some talent. I like the fact that they have to start losing players. It is great. The Redskins could be in cap hell next year as, as well. And I always like this guy, Brian Arakpo. I always liked his skills. I wish we would have drafted him. I think we could pick him up. Let's try to get it. Now, in the defensive side in the backfield, the Texans, Colleen Jackson is a great player as well. Uh, Trayvon Williams of Green Bay and Byron Maxwell also of the Seagacks could be available because they're going to be suffering with some cap issues as well. I hope Reggie has learned a lesson not to jack around and play games with these agents because it showed not to work well for him last season or the year before. We have to keep the talent that we have here, even the young talent that just started to sprout. But we need to add three, four, maybe five solid players. Three would be perfect. I think that if we add three solid Pro Bowl players to this team, we really could make some, some definite damage in the West this season. It's fully up to Reggie. It's fully up to his skills as a communicator and a eye of talent, as they like to say. His free agent picks have blown ass. But I think for the first time, he's got some room. He's got some huevos with the new coaching staff. And I think he's got some more pull with this organization. Let's hope that he can land solid players, not elderly or injured guys, that are on their last leg coming to, here to Oakland. I know we're probably going to keep Woodson. It looks good that way. Uh, Tyvon Branch, I don't know, is kind of injury prone, but we need to keep him as well. There's a lot of players we have to put uh, back on the track, so to speak, in Oakland. But there's guys that have to be shed. We all know this, but it won't be quite as dramatic as last year, and it'll be refreshing. Now, Reggie also has to keep into consideration that the draft classes that we've had the last three seasons are going to be coming up for contracts here pretty soon. So let's not lose sight of our good homegrown players because we've been through that before, and that's some bullshit. I don't want to have to cut good players because of poor vision and the lack of expertise in contract negotiations. And that would lay all on Veggie, I mean Reggie McKenzie. And that is all I have to say about that. Things will be seen. Uh, we're going to have to keep an eye, close eye on the free agent period because this is Veggie's first job 
is to get this team lined up for his new coach. Let's see it happen, Veg. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. You know, they changed our service uh, in the last month or so where if you get a busy signal, it's because somebody else is on there. So don't, you know, if you keep getting a busy signal, don't give up. Just keep hanging in there and make the call because you will get through eventually after someone else has laid down their bones. So don't forget to call the bone line because the offseason is never offseason when it comes to the Raiders. So get on there. Also, www.raidernationpodcast.com. Randy does a great job with the news. Anything you could possibly want to know. It is in there. Randy kicks us. When it comes to the site, you know it if you've seen it. All right. Who's the first one on the bone line? How fitting. Our first caller is my very good brother, and you know him as Obi-Wan Raider. What's this? A disturbance in the force? A new dark lord has been chosen to lead the nation. What's up? Raider Nation here, Obi-Wan Raider, calling in from Magnolia, Texas. So, Jack Del Rio, huh? Well, come on board. Can't be any worse than what we fucking had already. Uh, I'm uh, interested to see what he's going to do. I wouldn't mind having Mark Tretzman as offensive coordinator. He did great things for Gannon. We definitely need a new wide receiver coach, new tight end coach, definitely, and uh, definitely a new quarterback coach. Filippo just isn't getting it done. Wouldn't mind seeing Tarver stay. Bobby April? Eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I'm trying to curb my enthusiasm here. I know I'm usually one of the more uh, viscerally emotional callers. It's just because I love my team. I'm uh, reserving judgment. We're going to see what happens with uh, free agency and uh, with the draft. Jack Del Rio, welcome back to the East Bay, a Hayward native. Obi-Wan Raider out. Go Raiders. Oh, yeah, by the way, Heinz Ward, eat a dick, you Mickey Mouse-looking motherfucker. We don't care about what you say. You're trying to be relevant, all right? Pittsburgh kicked your ass out when you wanted to stay another year. You thought you could get a contract and pick up with another team, and you couldn't. So keep your ass sitting there on your couch doing your wife's laundry, bitch. Peace out. Very well said, my friend. For me, though, I'm going to just lay it all on the staff. I think this is a great staff. I'm going to give them all the props and love first and not wait for them to do anything because, well, I just have faith in these guys. I don't know why, but I do. For the first time in a very long time, I feel pretty good about our coaching staff. The whole staff, for crying out loud. When Allen got hired... I like that he was hired, but he brought a bunch of buffoons. Greg Knapp, Greg Olson, please. We all knew that that was horse shit, and it showed up on the field. I'm liking what we got going here, and I'm behind it 100%. I think we're going to see big improvements very soon. Thanks for the call, man. We got a new, new staff. I love it. And our next caller, RJ, the Raider Junkie, up in the house from East Whittier. What's going on, brother? 
Raider, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is RJ, the Raider Junkie from Whittier. What's going down, guys? Love that hire. Del Rio, hell yeah. Out of all the coaches out there and everything, he was the one that I was looking at, too. You know, I'm getting tired of going with these young offensive coordinators, young offensive de- de- defensive coordinators. Fuck that. We had it with Dennis Allen, that shit, you know? We don't need to go back that way. This guy's established. A born a Raider, always a Raider to come back coach at his hometown. Fuck yeah, Raider Nation is fucking jacked up. Man, I love to hear that show today. It was just awesome, man. Awesome show. A lot of the callers called in with a lot of positives except for Kansas Raider there that wanted the rat. I mean, come on, man. There's no fucking way the rat's coming back. I don't think Raider fans would even let them in the fucking building. No way. No fucking way. But you know what, Mark? Davis grew some fucking balls. He went over Veggie's head and said, hey, he's my man. Fuck you and your Dennis Allen shit. And Raider Nation, we have to stop that. I'm all in. Isn't that a Dennis Allen thing? Started back last year at training camp with the shirts. We're all in. Well, I'm not all in with Dennis Allen. I got, I'm glad the fuck he's gone. Let's bring in Del Rio, come up with some fucking new slogan. I don't care what it is, but don't give me that we're all in because I'm not all in with the Dallas, Dennis Allen bullshit. He's history. He's gone. Let's move forward with Jack because he's the captain, man. So I'm going to ride that ship with Jack for four years. Let's see what he does, okay? So, hey, Raider Nation, just because the season's over, we're looking forward to the draft parties. We're looking forward to the off-season gathering with Raider Nation, hopefully. So keep your eye out for them. Hope to see everybody around. Raider Greg, hopefully you can make it someday down over here to Huntington Beach for the bonfire. It was great last year. Anyway, um, maybe I can make some out that way towards the Fresno, the rally in the valley. But everybody, man, just gear up, get behind Jack, and go Raider Nation. See you guys next year. I'm out. Very nice take, brother. And, yeah. <laughs> we're all in shit. We've been all in and we're going to be all in. I don't need to have a t-shirt that says it. Uh, the us see you Jackson used the one we're building a bully. You know, whoever's making this shit up better keep the next phrase in the closet. Cause I don't want to hear shit. I just want to see it on the field, whatever it is. If we built a bully, then we should see it first. Then we could say we built a bully. I don't want any of this. We're all in. Shit, yeah, we're all in. We've been all in. We don't need to. Be, I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm all in or whatever the next catchphrase. I don't need it. Let's not have it. Let's just win some football games, okay? Great call, man. And our next caller is Raider Kansas. Uh, you can only imagine where he's calling from. <laughs> I know it's damn cold there. That's for damn sure. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Kansas coming at you. And I just want to come out and just say, Raider Nation, we have our head coach. It is Jack Del Rio. We need to stop bashing him, stop talking bad about him. Either way, either even if he is or isn't a good coach, you need to stop bashing them. I don't want to see anything about Raider on Raiders. I hate seeing that. That's like the dumbest crap I've ever seen in my life. But we have our head coach. It is what it is. Let's lift him up. Let's make him feel at home. 
Let's show him how Raiders is and why he is a Raiders fan from the beginning of time. Let's go. Let's show them. Now I'm moving on. This is something I may I watched Stephen A. Smith. I, I like the dude. I've kind of got kind of pissed off what he said about the Raider Nation. But pretty much what he was saying was the Raiders is crappy. The team is crappy. The real laughing stock of NFL, college of anything. We just suck. We just fucking suck. But you want to know what I have to say about that? The truth hurts. You know? And a lot of you probably didn't expect me to say that, but the truth hurts. We do. Everything he said is very true. It's true. The only great thing that is going on in Oakland, Raiders, as the Raiders, is us. The Raiders fans are the greatest things in, in, in the NFL. We are the reason. We deserve better, which that's what Reggie McKenzie is messing up. Ownership is messing up. I think... Mark Davis is finally trying to show that he wants better. I think Jack Del Rio can be a good head coach. Hey, be honest. What's that Seahawks faggot's name? I'm sorry. Can't, that's, that can't say. No, fuck it. That faggot over there, the head coach, Pete Carroll. Fuck, man, he did terrible. And he came back and won it. That fucking cheater over there. I hate his cuts. He's a great coach, but I hate his cuts. Bill Belichick, Barry Raider Nation. This is Raider Kansas coming at you. And man, I just want to come out and just say, Raider Nation, we have our head coach. It is Jack Del Rio. We need to stop bashing him, stop talking bad about him. Either way, either even if he is or isn't a good coach. You need to stop bashing them. I don't want to see anything about Raiders on Raiders. I hate seeing that. That's like the dumbest crap I've ever seen in my life. But we have our head coach. It is what it is. Let's lift him up. Let's make him feel at home. Let's show him how Raiders is and why he is a Raiders fan from the beginning of time. Let's go. Let's show them. Now I'm moving on. This is something I may I watched Stephen A. Smith. I, I like the dude. I've kind of got kind of pissed off what he said about the Raider Nation. But pretty much what he was saying was the Raiders is crappy. The team is crappy. The real laughing stock of NFL, college of anything. We just suck. We just fucking suck. But you want to know what I have to say about that? The truth hurts. You know? And a, a lot of you probably didn't expect me to say that. But the truth hurts. We do. Everything he said is very true. It's true. The only great thing that is going on in Oakland, Raiders, as the Raiders, is us. The Raiders fans are the greatest things in, in, in the NFL. We are the reason. We deserve better, which that's what Reggie McKenzie is messing up. Ownership is messing up. I think Mark Davis is finally trying to show that he wants better. I think Jack Del Rio can be a good head coach. Well, first there was a little flashback on Del Rio, a little bit of negativity going on. I understand that because we're Raider fans. We question things. It's important to do. But I believe all the fans that have bashed him better be on board. He is our new coach. We need to support him 100% and see where this thing goes. We don't have a choice. I love the hire, but some people don't. 
those people have to understand he is the leader of the troop right now, and we're going to put him on a high pedestal and give him all the respect that he deserves being a coach, way more than Dennis Allen. Boy, I don't wonder. So, yeah, that's a good thing, and I think uh, we got to stay off um, off his ass and give him all the support. And as far as Stephen A. Smith, he was going to be the asshole of the month, and deservedly so. He's an East Coast guy who lives and dies and breathes and eats and dwells in the East. Matter of fact, he doesn't give the Warriors very much love either because he's an East Coast basketball guy. Here's a team that is kicking everybody's ass, and he's not ready to grant them his, his uh, whatever he wants to call it, his, his approval, I guess you would say. Stephen A. Smith is a bonehead. He has a lot of $50 words and a 50-cent head. His opinions sometimes are very good. He's very articulate, but at times he's an idiot. In this case, with the Raiders, he tried to put up every negative thing that everybody said in the last 10 years about the Raiders in a short amount of time. He slammed us up one side and down the other. And, uh, well, we're not the worst team in the NFL, but you would think so from his demeanor and his uh, (laughs) damning uh, report on the Raiders. Amari Cooper possibly landing at the Raiders. This dude, as far as I'm concerned, is the best wideout in football. He does not deserve to be contaminated by being an Oakland Raider. I pray that he is not subjected to such a thing. I pray that he, even though I like, even though Derek Carr can play and I've been impressed with him, I just don't, I just don't want, listen, I think, I think, I think, I think the Raiders right now are where quality football people go to die. <laughs> I, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I think. It's a contamination, okay? I mean, it, I don't want this to happen on Mari Cooper. I don't wish this on him. There's a black cat running around in a black hole and something ain't right. And I don't want that to happen on Mari Cooper anywhere but to the Raiders. Please don't subject this good kid to this, not to the Raiders. Please don't touch him. Why are you, why are you on your high horse, tromping all over the poor Oakland Raiders today? I've never heard anything quite like this. They, 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 the skip, skip. The poor Oakland Raiders. No, the poor fans. I go out to Golden State. Those fans are great. They deserve better than this, man. They deserve I know. better than I this. I covered the Raiders. They're horrible. I, I mean, I think they deserve they deserve Amari Cooper to go with Derek Carr. No, 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 that might light no, up the no. night in Oakland. Not yes. unless you overhaul the organization. Yes. Not unless you overhaul the organization. Because this is the state of the Oakland Raiders. They are a football atrocity. They are horrible. I put no water in his holy bucket. He is full of shit. And as soon as the Raiders start to win... His tone will change, and he will come up with some $50 excuse why he feels the way he does now. Stephen A. Smith is just a big mouth and a bag of hot air, and he doesn't deserve to be asshole of the month because, honestly, I don't put much value into what he has to say. Uh, Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Caleb 
The Raider Optimist. I like it. <laughs> What's optimistic, brother? Hey, what's up, Bone Line? This is Caleb, the Raider Optimist, giving us uh, giving up my call here uh, as of uh, what are we at? January sixteenth. Uh, it looks like we have three head coaches on our football team, and uh, of course, uh, congratulations, real quick, to uh, Jack Del Rio. Uh, that's an awesome, awesome pick. I like it. Defensive-minded coach. And uh, I think it's going to do a lot of good things for for our team. But uh, also, uh, another coach we got in the mix is Mike Smith. Uh, he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Raiders, former head coach for the Falcons. So, I mean, my goodness, that's, that's going to be pretty cool. And also, who's the third? The third's going to be... Uh, Mike Tice, he's going to, I believe he's going to be the O-line coach. But, uh, yeah, Mike Tice is going to be in silver and black, baby. That guy's a big-ass monster. He's like 6'7". He's a, I believe he was teammates with Jack Del Rio. They played in Minnesota uh, when Jack was a linebacker. Uh, Mike Tice was a tight end, big, huge guy. So uh, he'll be coaching the O-line. Uh, and then if we get a Tresmont, uh, to do the the OC, there'll be four head coaches. But can you imagine all that leadership experience for the silver and black on the sideline? You know, Mike Tice, Mike Smith, and uh, the head man, Jack Del Rio, USC guy, former doggone kick-ass frickin' line, NFL linebacker. Doggone, he was drafted, too. He was a major league draft pick by, I believe, the Blue Jays. He was a he was a catcher for the USC Trojans. He was a catcher for Randy Johnson. So this guy's a big time player. He's a he's a he's a hell of an athlete, and athletes respect athletes at the end of the day. And so uh, you know, he didn't have a quarterback over there in in Jacksonville when he was coaching over there. He's got a fucking quarterback over here, a franchise quarterback, baby, in DC. Uh, you don't need too much more. You ain't got to worry about Derek Carr, okay? Just coach up the motherfucking defense and let's get this. Let's stop fucking doing penalties and and uh, fucking up and giving them the red carpet all the way down to to the end zone. Uh, and let you know he's gonna he's gonna shore up all that all that discipline shit, all the offsides, all the all the uh, holdings and uh, stuff like that, and uh, just on both sides of the ball. He's going to clean it up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, man, it, it looks good. It looks good. Like I said, Derek Carr, he don't need too much because he's, so he's so fucking motivated, that kid. He 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 just wants to be he, – he would live at the complex right there and just, uh, you know, watch fucking film all day. But uh, I, I ain't worried about D.C. too much. He's, a, you know, he's a married man. He ain't doing – you know, he's he's doing – he's all about his job. All right, I'm just ranting. Okay. Uh, Raider Optimist, man. Kind of excited. January 16th, baby. Rocking and rolling. Got our team rolling, baby. Got our team rolling. We're flowing. Now let's get that draft pick. If we don't pick Amari Cooper to, to be uh, Derek Carr's uh, uh, primetime receiver, trade the motherfucking pick and, and, and get a bunch of picks. All right? And... Uh, 
and then let's start building the the let's start building some 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 positive uh just flow for this team that way we start winning we draft good we start winning we acquire free agents we're coaching got good coaches we're we got some good momentum going on right now uh sell a lot of tickets sell a lot of merchandise then guess what happens baby we get a stadium or we move to LA or whatever the hell, you know, we'd love to be in Oakland, but Hey, as long as we stay in California. All right. Raider Optimus out. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Well, it's great that Del Rio's a Bay area guy, but I'm not putting much water in that bucket. I know as a Raider fan from the beginning, which I like, I like all those things. Um, but I really like one thing he did say, and you brought that up, but I, I think I should uh, say the same thing here. They're going to take this team back to basics. Basic tackling, basic blocking, basic wide receivering, <laughs> basic quarterbacking. He is right. The Raiders have lost sight of the basics, and you cannot do the job without a solid base. And that is a great place for him to start. I love when he said that. It makes perfect sense. And I can't wait to see the training camp when he gets out there and kick kicking some ass. I mean, the interaction with the players is going to be light and day. Uh, the stoic Allen, was, it was like a dust bowl of personality. It was like lacking in everything that is natural to football players. No bantering, no talking. It, was, it sucked. There was no energy. We'll see a big difference in this training camp. I can't wait to be there and report it back to you all. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Giovanni from Murrieta, California, my old stomping grounds. I love it. What's going on, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. Giovanni calling in from uh, Raider Gio calling in from uh, Marietta, California. Um, just calling in just because uh, I heard about the first Jack's first new hire. Um, first, of all, first of all, I'm pretty stoked. Got there as a head coach. Got some experience. It's all kind of headed in the, in the right direction with him. They made uh, probably the best option, you know, compared to all the quarterbacks who are out there. So I, I do like that hire. But as I'm on my way home right now from work, I hear an NFL radio that the Raiders have settled on Bill Musgrave. Who in the who the hell is Bill Musgrave? Before, 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 before today, I've never heard of this guy. I know supposedly he's the quarterback coach down in Philly. Prior um, to today, who the fuck is Bill Musgrave? The quarterback coach. Dude, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just don't know enough. Maybe I'll change my mind. But right now, that's a, a shitty fucking hire. I felt like we needed to get a key strong offensive coordinator so we can help, you know, build a car, get that going. Bill Musgrave? And that's the fucking answer? You know what? I could deal with maybe a deep coordinator not as strong because that real has a lot of, you know, he comes to deep, you know, he's a defensive, uh, defensive-minded coach. So, you know, that's okay. But I felt we needed a strong offensive coordinator. And we can settle for Bill fucking Musgrave. I have no idea who he is. I don't think this guy was even getting interviewed prior 
I've never heard his name being brought up or linked to any other teams. And that's probably because the guy's worthless. I don't know. But yeah, the Raiders set up for some bullshit like that. Like, whatever. You know what? Just things are barely getting started. It's a long off season, but seriously, I don't know, man. If that's true, that's some bullshit. Bill fucking Musgrave. Dude, we have another garbage ass offensive coordinator like we did last year with Olsen. Dude, it's going to be another fucking long season. It's going to be another fucking long season because. Shit, our offense was looking anemic as hell last last season, and we need, we need we need somebody there that knows what the hell they're doing. That's gonna help Clark develop. Bill Musgrave, I don't know what the fuck that guy is. It blows my mind. If there, there's a reason why another teams were looking. There's a reason why his name was wasn't, and I mean in the headlines anywhere. Because that's why it's nothing. I know he has some history with Del Rio. The reason why he's part of the damn quarterback coach. I, I hope. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I fucking. I really hope I'm wrong. But I have to get that six going again. All right. I'll see you guys later. Go Raiders. Well, let me tell you a little about Bill Musgrave. He's got many, many years of experience in the NFL at several different positions. He's a multi-talented coach. He came from the fucking Eagles, bro. He took Sanchez, dirty Sanchez, shitty-ass quarterback, and made him look like Fran Tarkenton, for crying out loud. Bill Musgrave is very smart, very wise. He's been around, and I have a lot of faith in him. If he brings some of that hurry-up offense from the uh, Eagles to the Raiders, I mean, not all the time, but some aspects of it are excellent. Reading defenses quickly is part of that game. And, you know, there's a lot of talent in Musgrave. I don't think you see it, bro. Do some research, check it out, and I think you're going to change your mind. Looking at a former coach of yours, Billy Musgrave, was just, was just hired in Oakland. They also hired Mike Tice, who Bill Musgrave worked with in Jacksonville. How big moving forward for a young quarterback in Derek Carr will having continuity at those two spots, uh, especially at the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach position, be for him? Well, that's one of the, the biggest things that when you get drafted, uh, what type of team you get drafted to, who's the coordinator, quarterback coach, what's the system, and you know, hopefully Musgrave and Carr are there for a while together. I think that gives you know Carr his best chance of success. You know, every every coach has their own little intricacies and and their own system that you have to just it takes a lot of time, a lot of reps to sort of understand really the ins and outs and sometimes where plays are are made to be had and you know what type of you know play calling the offense coordinator has. So you know, I was with Bill in Minnesota for about a half a season, and I really liked him, got along with him really well. He and I had had some coaches in the past, guys like Gary Kubiak, who we both played for or, or, or played with. And um, so, you know, it's a, I, I liked his system. It wasn't really complex. It was a mix of stuff they did in Atlanta with, with Matt Ryan. And, you know, at the time, you know, Ponder was a young quarterback, and we didn't really have much success. So, you know, I'm really interested to see what he brings from Philadelphia with Chip Kelly's offense. I mean, that's a whole new – sort of ball of wax there, you know, an offensive system that hasn't been around the NFL. And I'm, I'm really intrigued to see if they bring some of that jet sweep stuff and they bring some of the, the things that Chip Kelly does in in, in, uh, in Philadelphia to Oakland. So I do like Carr as a quarterback. I think he's got a heck of a strong arm. I play with his brother, and uh, I think he's much, much better than his brother. And uh, I think he's going to be in the NFL for a long time. So I, I do feel like the Raiders found a good quarterback. Hopefully 
he and Musgrave get along really well, and, and uh, you know, they start winning the football games out there. Sage Rosenfeld's our guest here, Haberman of Middlecoff on 95-7 the game. It sounds like when you're talking about Bill Musgrave, the idea, just that you say you'll be interested to see if he brings anything from Philly. So are we talking about, a, would you describe him as an open-minded offensive guy? Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, I think the fact that his system, you know, his system was a mix of West Coast terminology, was a mix of some of the North Turner type of terminology with protections. And, and I always like coordinators who sort of, you know, they go through all this experience from a guy that played in the league for a while, a guy that's coached for a long time in the league. You try to take the best of what you feel comfortable with and sort of create your own system. I know, you know when Jason Garrett was in Dallas early on, he had done that, and I think you know every system is different. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Everyone knows like West Coast terminology has a lot of verbiage, a lot of wording that goes into those plays. And I think a lot of coaches who, who get into that, they like a lot of things about that system, but when they go somewhere else to actually be the coordinator and put in their own offense, they'll take some of it, but they'll cut off some of that verbiage and they'll shorten things and sort of change the offense. But at the end of the day, it's still those really good concepts that have been around for a long time. Billy Lazor, the uh, the quarterback coach for Chip Kelly before Bill Musgrave took over, became the offensive coordinator last year in Miami, and he kind of ran a hybrid system and a lot of Chip Kelly's philosophies with Ryan Tannehill, who clearly had his best year as a pro. Talking to Derek Carr's college coach, Tim DeRuiter, who was with Tannehill, he kind of compared the two. Derek's not quite as tall as Ryan, but he's an excellent athlete with a big-time arm. Do you think if you, if you take a look at that Miami offense, that's maybe what the Raider offense could look like next year? You know, I, I think a little bit. I, I think Carr's a better thrower, to be honest with you. Even though Tanny Hill, I think, just finished with his third season and, and Carr was just in his first, I, I think Carr's a better thrower. He's got a stronger arm. Now, Tanny Hill's a really good runner. People don't really – I think people are noticing that uh, that he's an excellent runner, and I think they did a lot of that zone read stuff that the quarterback had the option to – to give it to the running back or pull it. And I don't think Oakland will be doing that much stuff, but I guarantee you there are certain, certain situations that, that Musgrave will want to take advantage of it. It's great near the goal line. It's great in third and short situations where everyone's really keen on the running back. So I think there'll be some of that, but probably not as much as what's going on in Miami. Now, Sage Rosenfels, our guest, Sage Rosenfels18 on Twitter, joining us here, Haberman of Middlecoff on 95.7 The Game. Uh, just looking, just when you look on paper, you see Bill Musgrave offense. And you see a lot of uh, uh, a dedication to the run game. Is that something that, despite you know, not despite, but in addition to everything we're talking about, you think will be first and foremost in, in what he would want to do offensively? You know, I think almost any coordinator in the NFL will say they love to run the football, and, and some really, really believe it, and some just sort of say it. But it really does help. I mean, if you see what they've done in Philadelphia uh, with that run game, you know, leading the league. Uh, in running the ball, you know, a couple years ago. I'm not sure what they're ranked this year, but still ran the football really, really well. It hugely helps the passing game. It keeps you out of third and long situations. I mean, I think fans really got to realize when you're in third and long, when you're in third and seven, eight, nine, ten, those sub situations, those are disasters waiting to happen for offense. That's when the quarterback has to go back, you know, seven steps. He's got to hold the ball for a couple of hitches. That's when, you know, a guy like, you know, Dwight Freeney or the Jared Allens come around the edge and they, they get the ball out and they, you know create a fumble or you're holding the ball too long and you try to force something in there to get a first down and you throw an interception. So running the football keeps you out of all those situations, and especially when you have a young quarterback like Derek Carr. That would be huge for the Oakland Raiders next year. Don't you think with a guy like Carr that has a special arm, and I think we could say the same for the quarterback down the street and Colin Kaepernick, having an elite deep threat for a guy that can push the football you know, a guy like Mike Wallace and Tannehill haven't really worked out that well. But, you know, when Deshaun Jackson was with Michael Vick, it was a, you know, match made in heaven. How, how key is it to get that speed guy to really help your quarterback, you know, push the field vertically? 
Well, you know, I've always felt that every offense needs different types of receivers, and but at the very minimum, you really do got to have at least one guy who's just extremely fast who can sort of, you know, as they say, take the top off, and now now they have a chance to throw the ball deep down the field, but it clears a lot of the safeties out a lot of times, and you have a chance to hit those other cross, you know, those other crossing routes, or those other routes that are in that, you know, ten to fifteen range. So, you know, it's, it's really imperative that the, that the Raiders have one of those speedsters, and, and usually when you have one. A good coordinator knows how to use them, and they figure out a way to to use them. So, you know, it's going to be interesting offseason for the Raiders. Obviously, didn't, didn't have a lot of success this year, but one thing I think they did find out is they do have a good quarterback. Musgrave was a very good hire, solid hire, and one of those guys that's going to rise to the top. I see our offense being much more prolific, way better, way sharper, and way quicker next year. That's my take. I hope you see it that way, bro. I hope we both see it that way when season starts. And our next caller is the Duke City Raider. What is going on, bro? What's up, Raider Nation? This is the Duke City Raider. Just calling in to give a couple of thoughts. Um, one thing one thing, and most for all, I just want to say, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, you do a hell of a job, man. I love listening to you guys. All your insights, um, everything's just awesome. I I wait every week for your for your uh, show to come out. Uh, anyway, uh, one thing I do want to say is I do agree a lot on what you say. Uh, mostly, uh, one thing that you said this last show about Damian Bruce. Yeah, that guy is the dick of the day, all right? Damian Dickhead, I call him. I was listening to it live that day, and it just pissed me off when it said the nation is just like a little community or something, and they're all joking and laughing about it. Well, you know what? That really ticked me off because I know the nation is strong, and there's a lot of us out here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, So I first called the bone line. The bone line must have been down. Uh, I was all ticked off. I called 95 points time in the game, and I basically told them that how could he even just read somebody's article? That's all that guy does anyway. Just read articles and just put them on the air. Uh, anyway, uh, he reads all the Raider hater stuff. And I guess this guy that wrote this article was a hater. Now, they don't show the Raider games out here. You have to pay direct TV. You have to um, get an app like I have for 95.7 a game to listen to the games um, wherever I go. Um, this year I did have the direct TV, but I don't know if I'll be able to pay for that next year. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, I'd rather spend the money to go out to the game. Uh, so, uh, that's one thing that really ticks me off. So I called up 97 and basically told him that I was boycotting, uh, Damien Bruce dickhead. Uh, I'll never listen to him. I don't care if he has Rich Gannon. I don't care if he has, uh, Tim Brown, I don't care who he has on there. I want to listen to his interview. Now, since they hired Jack Del Rio, which I love to hire, uh, he's a down-home guy, you know, from the Oakland Raiders side. You know, I like that. Um, now, since uh, they hired him, it seems like he's starting to respect the Raiders a little bit. I just think because he's a hometown guy, he don't want to mess up the dude, you know what I mean? Um, now, it does seem like they're get, uh, the Raiders are getting a little bit of respectability because of the hire. 
which I'm all for, you know, that's great, you know, because I hate hearing all the negative and all the, you know, downplay. Uh, but uh, so much for that hater. I'm going to talk about the next hater, the NFL Network. Uh, a couple days after I had heard that on the radio, I was watching the NFL Network, and they had the nominees for the Rookie of the Year. Well, Terry Bridgewater was one of the quarterbacks on there. He had 2,800 yards. Uh, I think it was like 14, 15, 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Well, I said, wait a minute. You know, none of our guys even got even a mention. So I looked up uh, uh, Derek Carter's stats. He was at 3,200 yards passing, 21 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. I think that's a little bit better than the Teddy Bridgewater's. Um, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, I, you know, I'm with you. I hate all the haters. <laughs> or oh, I love them, I guess. <laughs> it just uh, uh, makes me feel uh, uh, humorous, I guess. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to uh, call and uh, talk about that. And and like I said, I do like the Jack Del Rio show. Uh, uh, hopefully, he puts on a nice show this year. Uh, picks out some good team uh, players for the for the for the Raiders and. Uh, and I hope to go out there and uh, finally meet you guys and and uh, maybe sit out there in the bleachers with you and uh, tailgate. Uh, that is my plan. And I guess uh, I'll be uh, talking to you next time. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate all the work you guys do for us. Uh, from me and I probably don't have to say for all the Raider fans because they, they won't be listening if they don't like it. And I'm sure they're listening to it right now. And... Uh, I just want to say to all you brothers and sisters, go Raider Nation. Well, first of all, thanks for the props, brother. We really appreciate that. And Damon Bruce is a dick. <laughs> He's so pompous. And he, he is so pompous. He's so full of himself. You listen, listen to his show. It makes me sick. So don't do it. Now, the NFL, you know, the Raider Nation knows and totally knew before it even happened that Derek Carr was not going to get any freaking love. Neither was Khalil Mack. None of our players are going to get any love until this team starts to win. That even goes all the way to Tim Brown getting into uh, the Hall of Fame. Nobody's going anywhere until this team turns around and starts winning and putting some attention back on itself in a positive manner. I really don't give a shit if they give Garrett, Derek Carr another gold medal or a trophy for Rookie of the Year. Uh, we all know who the best quarterback was rookie last year. We know the best rookie class was last year. I don't need the NFL Network or some buffoon on ESPN to tell me uh, who the best defensive player or offensive player or quarterback was. I know. We're smart enough to know that. I don't give a shit about that. Uh, and you know what? Yes, we love to be hated. Those are the haters. And pretty soon, they're going to be kissing our ass. And I can't wait. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, my very good brother from the Berkeley Fire Department. I love this guy. <laughs> he owes his job to me, really. Dave Brannigan, Big Raider Dave. What's up, Dave? Raider Greg, what's happening, brother? 
Hope you're uh, recovering pretty well there. Uh, this is Raider Dave calling from the BFD Nation. Hey, I just want your take on Julius Thomas, man. I think we got to go all out, do what we can to get this guy. You can build a whole receiving core around the tight end. you got somebody who can block. He can go up and make explosive plays. He can be a quick check down if you need him. Guy's got uh, basketball size, basketball hands. Uh, give Derek Carr a big, easy target to hit who can just make explosive plays. Uh, there's not going to be a wide receiver on the market like him. Um, we got to go all out, get him out of free agency, and screw the Broncos with their own guys. Let's go. Let's get him. Peace out, brother. Get well soon. I like where your head is, Dave. Uh, let's screw the hose. Yes, indeed. The Bronco hose, I say slap a hoe myself. Thomas would be a great addition to the Raiders. One of the maybe three, four, five at the most additions in free agency. Guys that we can afford to keep around here for a while, not 15 players. Good idea. However, I do like the idea of Ndamukong Sue in silver and black. And our next caller, my very good brother from Bend, Oregon, the born Raider Nation. That's right. Raider Mystic is up in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. Raider Randy, what's up? It's Raider Mystic. (laughs) Just got done working out, listening to the Raider Nation podcast. Glad I can still find the time to get my podcast in. It's hard these days. Busy man. Um, I just got two things to say, and that is, uh, someone please tell Musgrave, the ex-Oregon duck, and someone please tell Jack Del Rio that Janikowski had a monster cannon of a leg. That's all. I'd just like that message to be relayed because, um, you know, every time we go through all these coaches, uh, these coach changes, you know, they don't use Janikowski the way that uh, Janikowski is is ready to be used. That uh, previous coaches did, you know, when we got that we got that sixty yard field goal a couple seconds before half, and you punt the ball or you kneel down, man, be aggressive, go get it. So uh, inside tip. Janikowski has a cannon, so fucking use it, guys, okay? Thanks. I'm Raider Mystic, and I'm out. I don't know about the coaches not using him. I I agree with that. I think that there's been no relationship. I think that the coaches, I think Dennis Allen is like a a piece of stale beef jerky, bro. I mean, it dries out in your head. (laughs) There's no flavor. There's no substance. There's certainly no personality. Let me just say this, man. It is time for the coaches to get together with Jano, the Polish cannon. I think this is going to be a different situation, man. I think Del Rio knows a lot about the Polish cannon, and I think we will get some more usage out of our man. Uh, the punning, that's a very conservative play thing. That is a Olsen-Allen show. No mo. I'll tell you that right now, brother. Thanks for the call. We got a new thing coming down. New coaching staff is a good thing in my eyes. Thanks for the call, man. Before I end the show, I have to say that Charles Woodson signs an extension 
with the Oakland Raiders. Man, just listen to this guy. He is such a class act. Sitting there with Willie Brown and guess who came in? Yes, the young Derek Carr in the house taking care of his business there in Alameda way in the offseason. You know what? I feel magic in the air for this team. I love Woodson. I love what he brings to the table with this coaching staff. I feel some magic, folks. It's looking real good. And on another note, I was watching the Senior Bowl, and it was very nice to hear a couple of the guys on there talking about Derek Carr when he played in the Senior Bowl, how accurate he was, what a good quarterback he was, and more the case, his attitude, his professionalism. Man, it's nice to hear that about a Raider. Uh, Marcel Reese gets the love, but... It's nice to see these guys starting to pay attention. The Raiders are up in the house. I love it. The autumn wind is a pirate. Well, Raider Nation, that is it for this show and episode of the Raider Nation podcast. Once again, I thank you for all your well wishes and everyone wishing me to get well. That was very cool. Uh, it's been a little long road here for us, so we're hoping to hop back into uh, regular programming uh, from here on out. I hope so. And, um, well, the Super Bowl is right around the corner here, and I don't really care who wins because neither team has any love for me. Uh, I just think the buffoonery that surrounds this game is just worse every year. They need to cut this back a little bit because – I mean, really? They're talking about this, the choice of underwear or under armor and all kinds. They even talked about the demeanor of the players as they get off the airplane, what their demeanor is and what that means for the game. Give me a freaking break. You know, <laughs> the real fan doesn't give a shit. The real fan just wants to see the game. Yes. The pomp and circumstance is kind of nice, but the NFL just wears you out Super Bowl week. I can't even believe it. So here we are in the midst of the chaos of Super Bowl week. And, uh, well, I'm telling you, if you're in Arizona, my wife's going to be there. Charmaniac's going to be there. She's part of the Super Bowl 50 host committee. Believe it or not, She's a superstar in my eyes, as you know. And, uh, well, she'd be laying it down for the Raiders out there in Arizona representing Sonoma County, Sonoma County Wines. So if you see her, you see her with the Raider gear on because she's going to be representing there in Arizona. Anyway, thanks for all your support. It's been great. I can't wait to get back on a regular basis. You got things going on, Raider Nation. Positive things are going down in Oaktown. I can't wait till training camp. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.